Welcome to The Machine, everybody. I am your host, Mario Parrish, with my co-host, Lee Wilson. Journey with us into conspiracy theories and the unexplained. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 2.1. I am laying down this episode because it's going to be a little bit before I get episode 3 out, uh, doing a little research for the next episode with my buddy and my co-host, Lee Wilson. Um, so this episode is basically going to be a little bit of a, a rant of mine, if you will. Um, first and foremost, one of the things that I do want to talk about yet again, where the virus came from. Now I said it in my past podcasts, where it came from. I truly believed it was laboratory made. Here we are. We're getting confirmation. It was in a laboratory from China and they were trying to make vaccines. We do know that that's understandable. However, they're not as careful. They're not doing their job. Somebody really dropped the ball on this one. And here's the part that really pisses me off the most. Okay? So, while everybody's losing their loved ones, lives are being lost, people are getting sick, we're seeing this pandemic all over the world. All over the world. They're still denying it. They're still denying it. And the WHO is denying it as well. It doesn't make sense. We have evidence now of the laboratory having, doing these different types of tests with these different types of viruses. So why? Why are they still denying it? We know. We know it came from a laboratory. We know it came from China. And don't give me that bullshit that, oh, it's racist if you're saying it came from a certain area. It's not racist. Okay, if that's where it came from, that's where it came from. And furthermore... I think a lot of every country infected, anybody, anybody who's infected by this thing, any country, China's going to have to pony up on this. They're going to have to do something to make this right. And whatever they do, it's still not going to be right. China needs to come clean. And whatever happens afterwards, I don't know. But their ass is in a hot seat right now, and they need to come clean. Something else we're seeing, and I've seen it... Uh, I've seen it through news reports. They're, the numbers, they're not adding up. Places in New York, hot spots, whatever, if someone's passing and they're away, they're, they're chalking it up to the coronavirus. It, it really, that's really what's happening here. So if an elderly man has a heart attack and is completely non-asymptomatic, it's coronavirus. And that number's added to the numbers. Now, that may not impact the numbers in a big way. It may. I don't know. How are we supposed to know? There are two different websites you can go on right now where they tally up the numbers of those infected uh, statewide, nationwide, and deaths statewide, nationwide. Break it all down into counties. They have completely different numbers. And not by the hundreds, by the thousands. By the thousands, the numbers are different. I think the last one I seen was off by a little over 2,000. And you say, oh, okay, well, given the numbers we have, we're 30,000, yeah, yeah. Still, that's 2,000 
deaths. That's 2,000 lives that your numbers are off by. Here's the real answer, people. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I don't care who you're talking to, what nurse, what doctor, what official you know. Nobody knows. And we're, we're not going to know until we move on. And that leads me to my next point here. The hesitation. Look, everybody's scared. I get it. Everybody's scared. This is something nobody's ever had to deal with. This is out of the realm of normalcy, for sure. Nobody I know alive has ever seen this before in their lifetime. So there's going to be hesitation. And I get it. We've seen protesters in different states. Some states have bared down harder on the communities than other. We see what's going on in Michigan. Protesters are protesting outside. I don't see any riots. I don't see anything getting out of hand as far as I know. But they were protesting. They weren't allowed to buy seeds. Farmers couldn't buy seeds. You couldn't buy seeds to maybe even grow some peppers. Worst case scenario, they locked it down. They shut it down. That's horrible. That is horrible. I live in Ohio. Protesters were outside of our Governor DeWine's office protesting. They want to reopen. They want to get the economy going again. It needs to happen. We have to get back into the swing of things, all while being cautious. And I've said this many, many times. Uh, my co-host had asked me, hey, what's your, what's your idea for uh, a good time to go back? I said June 1st. I said June 1st. Now, every area is going to be different. We all know that. Um, Ohio's not like New York City, and North Dakota's not like Ohio. Every place is different. So, what I'm watching online our president you know coming up with an idea working with the cdc working with all the governors on this they come up with a three phase guideline and the president is leaving it up to each governor to run their state by these guidelines now if you don't know i I will put a link in our website which i will give you here shortly um or at least by the end of this little rant but uh there, there are three phases and guidelines to all this. So before everyone hears of maybe their, their state, like my the state I live in, for instance, Ohio, uh, Governor DeWine said, we're going to start phase one by May 1st. Okay, so before everybody starts rushing to social media saying, oh my God, he's opening everything up, we're all doomed. Look into it, read it first. That doesn't mean everything is completely opened up. That doesn't mean we're going to start packing in bars. We're going to start packing in uh, restaurants and, you know, bring as many children and and elderly as you can and let's get everybody infected. No, that's fear mongering. Don't think that way. Check your facts before you get into it. Okay. Something I was that disturbed me more than anything while all of this was happening, something that really upset me. Um, you know, aside from the obvious, aside from people being sick, aside from losing lives, um, one of the things that really disturbed me was how many people I seen, you know, running to social media and saying, 
well, we should do a nationwide lockdown. Okay, there are certain things you need to take an accountability for and understand. Okay, we live and die by our U.S. Constitution, and there's a reason for that. There is a reason for that, and that is there, there is a reason why so many other people want to come here. It's not a bad place to live. It needs work just like any other country, but it's not a bad place to live. But when you start giving up your rights for any reason at all, that's when we have a bigger problem than you could ever imagine. Do not let your rights be jeopardized by anything. Not a person, not an idea, not a virus, not anything. Which leads me to my next thing, vaccinations. Okay, one of the things that I'm hearing a lot are until we get a vaccination or until this happens. Well, you can't put a halt to everything until you get a vaccination because nobody knows when we're going to have a vaccination. And when you do have a vaccination, what are you going to do? You cannot force vaccinations upon people. I understand the argument. I do. Uh, You want to protect your family and there are certain people out there that don't believe in vaccinations at all. I am not one of them. However, when you start forcing vaccinations upon people, and I don't mean that we're going to hire military or law enforcement to come knocking on your door with a needle and syringe. Stipulations could be made before people say, return to different types of activities, return to work, return to doing whatever. Okay. That's a way of controlling people and it's dangerous and it's wrong. I don't think we're going that way. I haven't seen it. I don't see it happening anytime soon. And the first time it does happen, let me tell you something. There better be a hell of a lot of people backing that up because I'm telling you what when you think you have a hell of a lot of people backing that up the American people will rise and you're going to have a hell of a lot more people against it I don't have a whole lot of faith in humanity but the faith that I do have in our American Constitution I feel is strong let me give you a scenario you have a child before that child can move on to certain grades in the school system they have to be vaccinated with certain vaccinations before they can move on now again i'm not one of these people i do think you should go out and get these you know different types of vaccinations it's going to keep things from happening that we know could happen however my argument isn't that my argument is forced vaccination while some people may think that it's it should be a mandatory thing to keep everyone else around you safe me It's an infringement on any and everyone's rights. There are certain things in these vaccinations that should not be in these vaccinations, and there's no reason why they should be in these vaccinations. However, if you need a vaccination to stop a smallpox outbreak, it's really a no-brainer. I get it. I just don't like the idea of vaccinations being forced and it seems like there are a lot of Americans out there who are all for it and I'm telling you that's a dangerous idea and it's a wrong idea only the people 
who are making these vaccines, distributing these vaccines, they know what's in these vaccines. And even then, only the higher, higher ups know what's in these vaccines. Again, I don't think we're there. I don't. My point is, always keep your finger on the pulse. Always keep your eyes open. There's nothing wrong with being aware. Okay? Understand the dangers and everything that your government is doing. Understand the dangers that come with fear. That's what it is. I'm not saying this thing isn't real. It damn sure is real. But when something like this happens, and I said it in the last podcast, when something big happens, opportunity arises. We've seen it with the stimulus bill. While it was about to be passed, the Democratic Party seen an opportunity to fit political ideas into this bill before it would be passed. It wasn't a matter of whether or not the American people needed it. It was whether or not we can use it for leverage to get what we want for our ideas. And then President Trump says, wait a minute, I got to have my name on these checks. Maybe it doesn't take as long. Maybe it takes a little longer. Who knows? Why does it matter? Again, the American people need to stick together. Keep your eyes open. Keep your fingers on the pulse. Listen. Okay? Because the most dangerous weapon you could ever wield, that anybody could ever wield, everyone is already armed with. And that's an intelligent mind. That's a knowledgeable mind. And that is the number one thing that anybody having power is going to worry about. And right behind that one, folks, comes the First Amendment. And that's your freedom of speech. Your right to speak about what you know. And we've seen this happen. We've seen this happen when those harsh restrictions were placed in Michigan. They knew they had to do something. And they did. And the pressure came upon not only the governor, but all governors in every state. Because at that time, it's just a bunch of dominoes. One after another. So I'll say this. Going forward, stay cautious. We all should. Everybody will. It's it's a part of all three phases at all times we're going to stay cautious. Okay? Be mindful. If you have somebody, a loved one, or you know somebody, or you are that person with underlying health issues, there's no reason to push it. That's not what anybody's saying. Don't go out there. Don't go running out there because you think that your governor is making you or you have to. Nobody is. Okay? That Nobody is making anyone who is elderly or has underlying health issues run out there and get back into the swing of things. That's not what's happening here. Okay? But do not. Do not be afraid. When that time comes and... The clouds part and the sun is shining to get out there and relive your life. Do not let it work you over. So the website is conspiracymachinep.wixsite.com slash machine slash podcast. You're going to find in there our blog a little bit of about ourselves 
and you can contact us through that as well. Uh, send us messages, get to our email. We also have a group on Facebook. It is the Machine Conspiracy Theories in the Unexplained. Check it all out. All right, and that's about all I have for that. that, that that's all I want to go into. And to be honest with you, again, the past, this podcast and the past two podcasts, not really what I wanted to start doing on this whole thing, but that's where we are. As far as the government control and worrying about what they're doing, a lot of that is going to play a huge part in what we will be discussing going forward in all the other podcasts and everything we do, I'm sure, and you will hear a lot about it. Uh, very next one, UFOs. Great topic. Fantastic topic. Is there a cover-up with that? Well, if you don't think so, then uh, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. But that's about all the time I have for this one. I know it's a short one. Look forward to doing the next one with my co-host, Lee Wilson. We're going to get into that, hopefully really deep, with uh, a lot of detail. So, until then. <laughs>